Welcome to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. I'm Michelle Davey. And I'm Christelle. And it's Monday the 29th of March. The start of World Autism Awareness Week. And this is the Let's Talk Autism podcast marathon. This week, as part of the National Autistic Society's Super 7 Challenge, we will be recording seven podcasts a day for the seven days of World Autism Awareness Week. That's 49 podcasts in a week. It sure is. We better get on with it, Christelle. Let's go. Roll tiles. And welcoming on to the Let's Talk Autism Podcast Marathon, we have got Aaron Wright all the way from California. Hi, Aaron. Exciting. Hi, yeah, no, I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. Aaron, you're here today to talk to us about your life basically uh, you have written a book and tell us a little bit about who you are and and what your situation is yeah um well my name is Aaron Wright by training I'm a nurse um yeah. and I've been a nurse for almost two decades now but I'm a parent of two children uh, my oldest is what most people would refer to as neurotypical uh, and my daughter uh, who's now a freshman in high school is autistic um, but I did. I wrote a book. I'm not sure how pertinent it would be or, or what experiences are like outside of the U.S., but our, our system here for identifying, you know, any number of neuro differences is very disjointed here and heavily slanted towards boys as it is girls. So I really wanted to kind of get our story out there about just kind of how difficult it is navigating that world on behalf of someone who is, you know, neurodivergent. It's a bit of, hopefully for everyone, in, at least in the States, it's a bit of a window or a mirror, I should say, so that they see themselves kind of in my story. It's written in, a, in the style of a novel, but it's very much uh, a memoir. Yeah. I really wanted people, because it can be so isolating, I think, being, uh, being a parent, and I think that's almost somewhat by design, at least in our system in the States. But I also wanted to, I think what you guys are doing, which is to reach out and reach other people that are outside of our world, outside of our bubble, and kind of cultivate allies and bring people into, yeah. um, you know, as we move into this um, time of autism awareness, really this awareness of what it's like for families like ours trying to navigate these systems on our children's behalf yeah, uh, and how difficult and how confrontational they can actually be. We are absolutely right. We're here to create that support network and get the word out there about autism, raising awareness, you know, along the way. So how does it work over there in the USA? We here, we have the Educational Health Care Plan, EHCP. So once you're, you you know that your child is autistic, what happens from there? Well, see, even that jumping off point, I think, is different here. So a lot of it falls on the shoulders of our educational system, or our public school system. So the early, early identification happens through, at least in the state of California, happens kind of through this regional center system where you're you're working with government agencies, but you have to be identified first. Um, and that typically that referral process is through your pediatrician, but they don't always have a diagnosis for you. Um, and so they're sending you to these centers to, for therapy, essentially, a lot of it. I mean, our early on, it was infant therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, that type of stuff. But really the, the identification kind of rests with our school system. And that's really where the kind of difficulties lie for families is that um, there is a, a conflict of interest in our system in, in that once you identify something, you then have to provide services for it. So if you really don't wanna spend money, 
if you don't want to um, provide those services, you just don't identify. So for a lot of families here, getting a diagnosis, especially through a school system, uh, is incredibly difficult. You can through you know private means you want, but that doesn't necessarily convey the same legal um, ramifications or rights as it does if you do the identification through a school system. Sometimes over here, I know with um, my daughter, they think that she's dyslexic. And then they said about doing a private test. But then when I asked then is that then recognized in the school, if you pay 400 pounds, 450 pounds for this private test, they're like, oh, no, it would have to be like through the school. And you're kind of like, I'm not going to throw 450 pounds at something <laughs> to yeah. not be recognized. Yeah, same, same issue here is that you can do as much privately as you want, but our school system doesn't have to recognize it. And in fact, they can do their own separate, I don't want to say parallel, but they can do their own separate set of, of testing and identification. So it's quite possible that you would have, you know, a, a verified valid uh, diagnosis from a pediatrician here, but your school system may not recognize it. Um, and that creates all sorts of problems and havoc in terms of access to your education uh, later on down the road. And it's for us, I'm not sure how, uh, what the statistics break like break out for you guys, but for here, it's heavily skewed towards boys in terms yeah. of identification, at least four to one. And really that's because the method of referral for children here in the States is through the school system, but that school system is tied to, but here it's called special education, really, it's a behavioral referral system rather than a needs-based system. So, you know, Timmy might be in the corner kind of bouncing all over the walls and, and very rambunctious and demanding a lot of the teacher's time. Whereas my girl, my daughter might be sitting quietly compliant, you know, in yeah. the front of the class, but really not able to access uh, her education, but it looks so different, but they have that same need. Yeah. Uh, but she wouldn't necessarily fall into that same referral system. So it's not a great system here. <laughs> so do you have parental requests? Can you make a request via as a parent? Because here you have the educational process where the school system will pick it up. But if they do not or they don't agree with you, you as a parent are able to make that request. Is it yeah. the same over there? Yeah. So there's 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 supposed to be several systems. So the first one they have, our federal law is called child find, which means that they're supposed to actively go out um, in the schools, not only in the schools, but actually out into the public. The schools are responsible for this. Go out into the public and identify these children uh, early on so that they get into the system early um, because we know that early intervention helps. Uh, but that isn't always the case. So parents do have the right to self-refer their child in for evaluations and testing. But again, it's a system and those, those tests and that referral system is controlled by the school. So if they really want to push back and not identify, they kind of hold all the cards, so to speak. So it can be a very difficult, uh, like I said, often confrontational and drawn out long time uh, process for parents and families. Yeah. Well, thank you, Aaron. This was yeah. short but sweet. It was a, a little teaser because you will be coming on in the near future to be yeah. doing a full episode. So we look forward to that. But thank yeah, you can. so much for your time and for coming all the way from California. I know it was a long trip. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, is it, Christelle? All of our guests so far we've done, uh, have interviewed have been guests that we've already had on. And yeah. Aaron's brand new and we're like... Oh, like, oh, yeah, God, the clock's ticking by. So please, please, Aaron, come back and yeah, speak to absolutely. us for a full episode. Welcome um, to California. 
yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much where can we find you in the meantime before you do your full episode with us you can find me either on instagram at uh, author aaron wright or on my webpage, which is the same which is author aaron um, you can find the book anywhere 13 doors uh, amazon or uh, my website as well brilliant thanks awesome. so much aaron thank you.